0: Hello, this is Jonathan with Limitless Mindset, and I'm here with some uh, Roman ruins, actually. These ruins that you see are the remains of the ancient Roman city of Serdi. and I live just a couple of blocks away from these ruins. I'm I'm in kind of a cool neighborhood, and I wanted to go for a little stroll in the ruins today and talk about how i think these i think these ruins are kind of analogous to how our personality changes and i want to talk about that in respect to how smart drugs change our personality So, we can see here that we have these ancient ruins from like 2,000 years ago, and the modern day city of Sofia, where I live, is kind of based upon this ancient city, you know, this the, the, the ancient architect, architecture and... The streets that the Romans built so long ago here kind of serve as like a a substrate for the modern day city. And I think this is kind of analogous to our personalities because our personalities are something that are going to change in 5 years, 10 years, 20 years from now. You're not going to be the same person that you are now. Objectively, the, the cells that constitute... You and the neurons that constitute your mind, these things are going to be changed out for newer parts you're uh, you 're empirically uh, a brand new a brand new person after after five ten fifteen years what is it what is it that people say every every seven years as you as you develop and as your personality changes over time, it is based upon the underlying uh, mindsets, behaviors, attitudes, memories. With that in mind, I, 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 I'm wondering, I bet, I bet you have kind of pondered, after perhaps watching some documentary films, what it's like to be inside of a psychopath's mind. You know, you watch uh, documentaries about psychopaths. And in these documentaries, they talk about how psychopaths don't have empathy, right? And psychopaths, because they're very intelligent people, usually, what they do is they know that they have this deficit of empathy. They know that they are, in a sense, alien from the rest of society, but they know that if they want to get ahead in life, they know that if they want to, you know, promote, promote themselves, that they need to fake the empathy. And so a lot of psychopaths will study like social dynamics, or what they will do is they will watch very, very closely a master charmer. They'll watch like a very charming person or celebrity, and they'll copy precisely what that person is doing so that they can so they can trick everyone that they are not totally alien. And if you've ever kind of had a little bit of imposter syndrome where you felt like you didn't really belong, that's, that's what psychopaths feel like all the time. And they are constantly meta-analyzing every social situation that they're in, asking how would a normal person respond in this situation. And the funny thing is, that's kind of how I feel when I'm on smart drugs. Let me explain. So like for example, the other evening I was running to the grocery store and it's the end of a long day. I'm starting to get a little bit tired, although there's kind of the, ling- I, I can still notice the lingering effects of some modafinil that I had done earlier that day and so I run to the grocery store and the grocery store is closing in about 20 minutes and this is a life hack by the way I recommend that when you go grocery shopping try to go grocery shopping about 20 minutes before it closes in the evening and if you do this the grocery store is going to be almost empty there's going to be less crowds and you know kids there in your way and because you have this time limit of 20 minutes, you do your grocery shopping a whole lot faster, you pick up exactly what you need, you do a whole lot less browsing, you do a whole lot less impulse purchases. That's, that's, that's your grocery shopping life hack. So I ended up though behind a woman in line, who is a, an older disabled woman, and she was really taking her time. She spent about 5 minutes fumbling with her cash and organizing her coupons and as and, and it that didn't bother me a whole lot because I'm there, you know, just doing like breathing exercises and listening to an awesome podcast about history. But as as I'm waiting there, I make eye contact with the checker working who is very bored and immediately I have kind of like this internal dialogue and my internal dialogue is like, okay, I don't want for the checker to think that I'm irritated with them. I don't want the checker to think that I'm angry with the old woman and I also don't want the checker to think that I'm just kind of zoning out and not paying attention because sometimes at this grocery store I think they try to rip me off a little bit so I want them to know that I'm (laughs) that I've got my eyes on them and so I just look at the checker and I just smile a little bit and shrug cavalierly to let them know that hey it's no big deal and then a few minutes after that I've checked out and I'm walking out of the grocery store And off to the side of the entrance of the grocery store I see this guy smoking a cigarette and I think he's the janitor at the grocery store. And then again I have this internal dialogue that opines this guy has pretty much zero social status to me but I don't want him to think that I'm just like a total douchebag because I do see him with some regularity when I'm at his grocery store, you know, I, I should acknowledge this guy in a human, normal way, right? So, as, as I kind of walk past him, I just kind of step on the cement a little bit harder so that my footsteps kind of subtly just attract his attention and he looks up from smoking a cigarette and then I just kind of give him a, a curt nod and say, you know, hey, good night. And these are kind of typical internal things going on in my mind when I'm on the racetams and modafinil, particularly. And normally, normally, I will do all of these sorts of things because the Art of Charm podcast taught me that you should try to be arbitrarily social all the time with everybody, even if they have zero social value to you. But when I'm on modafinil or the racetams, I feel like I'm a psychopath. Every social interaction that I find myself in, I'm visualizing an invisible chessboard of competing frames and motivations, desires, risks, opportunities. Veteran biohackers or those close to them will admit that long-term smart drug usage does change your personality. I was recently researching this article where I was synopsizing what we learned about paracetam in 2018. And researching this, I perused hundreds of anecdotal reports from long-term paracetam users. And a lot of them report that it does make you a bit more egotistical and cocky. Long-term smart drug usage, particularly the racetams, may inject a quantum of psychopathy into your personality that honestly may make you a bit more functional in a cynical, unfair world. And the poetic words of a biohacker that did 24 grams of paracetam captures just that. I'm going to read you this. I upped my dose to 24 grams per day since last night. The level of power is almost too much to bear. It is time to change the world. I will grip it with my own hands and squeeze it, tear it, turn it, pound it until it becomes my image. The eternities within the creation cycle will hear my voice. Death is coming soon but just not yet. I want more power until there is no end, and then I will turn it to use. It is almost time for me to become the tool of the silent voice and the hand of God. Being so close to the edge is frustrating. I must count the heartbeats, timing, and timing is everything. A new game of chess, One that I will win no matter how the opponent moves. But for now, I must wait. Patience. The shine behind my eyes continues to grow. I am becoming something else. A mirror of the active side of infinity. A very dangerous thing indeed. Last night, I was smashing the skulls of cats. They didn't put up much of a fight either. The night before, I killed dozens of people and other creatures. For the first time, they all lost to me. And there was no fear, only the joy of reaping. (laughs) That's creepy, right? And you don't need to do 24 grams of any smart drug to feel like you're transforming into a bit of an evil, genius. So smart drugs will change your personality. They'll make you more focused and disciplined. They'll make you more ambitious. They'll make you a bit more assertive and self-serving. They'll make you a bit more cocky and egocentric. And I would say if you can uh, imagine a Anne Rind character from one of her novels like Atlas Shrugged. Imagine an Anne Rind character who remembers and applies all 48 of the 48 laws of power and ask yourself if that's the kind of person that you'd like to become. Actually, I, I don't recommend smart drugs to people that don't have like a clear ethical compass. I don't recommend these hardcore smart drugs that change your personality to people that don't have like an ethical rudder in their life, which could be, you know, things like uh, like close family relationships. It could be things like studying ethical philosophy. It could be things like having uh, accountability partners. It could be uh, your religious faith. Because again, these, these smoke drugs will will likely inject a, a quantum of psychopathy into your personality. And I'll continue with the, the nautical references here. If you're if you're trying to navigate the ethically murky waters of life by dead reckoning alone, and you're using uh, the Racetams and Modafinil, you're dabbling with these dark side powers a little bit, you might do more damage than good in the world. And some people might be thinking, hell no. I don't wanna become a person that's like an Anne Rind character that is using and remembering all 48 of, the 48 laws of power. But I would, uh, I'll draw you to an analogy from the movies like Star Wars and the matrix. And you see how in Star Wars and in the Matrix, the protagonists, the heroes in this in these movies, they they have to dabble with the dark side powers a little bit to defeat the dark side. And I don't know what your political views of the world are, but I think you would probably agree that there's way too many psychopaths in the world that are in positions of power and that are abusing that power and that the world has uh, a lot more suffering in it than it needs to because of this. And I would, I would suggest that people that do have functional empathy use these very powerful pharmacological tools at our disposal so that we can compete with them. What I'll suggest if you want to become a bit more Machiavellian version of yourself is what I call the Paracetam Protocol, which is several different cofactors that work in concert with Paracetam to make it really effective because anytime you have a drug that is changing your neurobiology and is increasing significantly certain neurotransmitters, it's gonna have a bit of a destabilizing effect. And your brain is going to be doing this homeostasis thing simultaneously, where your brain is trying to get back to baseline and develop a tolerance to the drugs that you're taking. And so there's some cofactors that you can add to paracetam that make it a healthy, sustainable, really effective thing of empowering your motivation, your ambition of improving your long-term memory, making your short-term problem-solving ability sharper, along with verbal intelligence. The Paracetam protocol, it costs, oh, it's it's about like $150 investment total. But I can just about guarantee that if you follow my instructions for the Paracetam protocol, it's going to kind of ROI and it's going to kind of result in an experience that's that's eerily similar to at the end of the count of Monte Cristo when the count of Monte Cristo ultimately defeats all of his enemies using all of his wit and intelligence it's 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 pretty satisfying and i suspect you'll have an experience that that feels like that if you if you really do follow through on the paracetam protocol. So you might want to check that out. I have that linked below this, and you'll also you're also going to want to check out the article that I did, what we learned about paracetam in 2018, where I synopsize a lot of really interesting other things about this drug. So I hope that you are a uh, as ethical a psychopath as possible with the the tools that you have at your disposal. Again, I'm Jonathan with Limitless Mindset and as always, I look forward to a continued conversation with you.